the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. We've been getting more calls recently, so don't be shy. I think they're more fun, more entertaining. Stock market had a pretty good showing yesterday. And again, it was the Trump taxes on trade and not necessarily the Trump taxes off trade. Um, it's kind of like a risk on, risk off. So President Trump and congressional leaders are making progress on a tax reform effort. Those feelings of goodwill have eroded this morning. <clears throat> so yesterday we're aggressively thinking positively. Today we're thinking so more negatively. Last night, the president, uh, there's a New York Times article highlighting the rift between the president and the Senate Majority uh, Leader McConnell, Mitch McConnell. And some of that optimism yesterday got a wet blanket thrown on it, which I've slept under a wet blanket, and it's true. It's no fun. The S&P futures are down uh, throughout the morning across Europe uh, into the U.S., and that led to a weaker open. Nothing terrible. Keep in mind you have a chance to win $700 million today. Uh, Before going any further, you know, before leaving this topic, um, I don't think yesterday and the whole market is all about tax cuts on, tax cuts off kind of thoughts. Um, you know, reducing the corporate tax rate to 22 to 25%, ending state and local tax deductions, uh, wouldn't actually live up to the advanced billing of the benefits of a tax reform plan would produce originally. Um, originally, people were talking about the Trump administration cutting corporate tax to 15%, um, and you know the high tax payers, what would they be paying in states of California and New York? Uh, would they be thrilled at the idea that they won't be able to deduct state and local taxes? So I, I, the way, I just did a little study there, I, 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 um, 
ultimately the way that I'm looking at this is at this point in time, there's no right answers. There's just compromises and someone's going to feel left out. And should the wealthy pay more taxes, it doesn't add up to a lot. You know, our biggest problem is that we've got pretty big entitlement programs uh, through Social Security and healthcare, which, again, an entitlement program is almost like a dirty word, right? And I'm not trying to make it that. I'm just saying a lot of money goes there. Um, a lot of money goes to the military. So um, yeah, I think you're going to continue to see taxes out there, like soda taxes and you know, cigarette taxes and any taxes that we can get through that are easy. Um, i.e., those are bad people. Those are bad, fat people drinking sodas. Those are bad, fat people smoking cigarettes. Or I guess they're skinny, right? Get those in my belly! So, elsewhere out there, um, President Trump last night threw out the notion that he's going to shut down the government if his plan to build a wall along the Mexican border does not get funding. It was a pretty crazy scene in Arizona. Um... The New York Times posted a piece last night that made it sound as if the president and a majority McConnell aren't even on speaking terms and trying to say, you know, we need a budget, uh, we need a wall, and they're not even on speaking terms. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of spirit of compromise out there right now, and I don't know if any goodwill is left. Uh, they say the first 100 days of a presidency is super important, and it seems like a lot of goodwill um, has been thrown away. So last night we got a disappointing earnings report from Lowe's. Lowe's wishes they were Home Depot. How is Lowe's going to counter it? They're going to open their store. They're going to keep their store open longer. How do you feel about that? Um, do we need 24-7, 365 accessibility to home improvement? Now, they didn't say they're going to be open 365, nor did they say 24 hours. The chain reported increases in second quarter sales net, but the company lowered its four-year guidance. Uh, with the housing market humming and, you know, again, multiple offers are being put on house, that's boosting demand for renovation and construction materials. Um, it's increasing customer-facing hours in their stores, so they are going to open up a little bit more. Um, a little bit longer, so they're going to increase their store hours as its rival. Uh, Home Depot, you know, obviously they should be doing better than they are because of the strong housing sector. So that's out there in the world of news. Again, I think learning to invest is really learning how to compare stocks. Um, that's my feeling on it anyway. Um, big event coming up in on Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Money Show in San Francisco, August 22nd through the 24th. Uh, get a chance to meet a lot of money experts out there, including Gene Munster. He's a big Apple analyst. Uh, Ed Yardini, um, as well. David Calloway, he's from thestreet.com. Um, then you start getting in like options players like Michael Kuhl, uh, Peter Schiff, talking commodities in the Euro-Pacific capital area. Uh, the retirement area being watched by Robert Carlson and income. It's, it's a pretty good event. Um, the Money Show in San Francisco, August 24th or 26th, San Francisco Marriott Marquis. You can sign up for the event at kdow.biz. That's kdow.biz. Elsewhere in the news, um, Wells Fargo CEO is warning workers that the scandal could grow. Now, at one point in time, you would walk into a Wells Fargo and you would open a banking account, and then suddenly a couple weeks later, you got a credit card. He's like, I don't remember applying for a credit card because some employees did it illegally. So 
in a letter to employees, the CEO of Wells Fargo said the third-party analysis could be completed within a few weeks, covering 2019-2016, but the number of customers involved will likely grow. Um, I remember working at AT&T as a college student, and they had a phone plan called Reach Out America, where they would have people call customers and say, hey, I see that you're you know, just using Sprint, and AT&T's got Reach Out America. It's 19.99 a month, and you get you know unlimited calls after 7 p.m., and you, know, you can get friends and family sign up, and they get bonuses, and blah, blah, blah. And I remember seeing people just hit confirm. They would go through... They'd have to go through like 40 calls an hour or something like that, and you'd probably get hung up on 10, 15. Um, but if you hit confirm, the computer didn't know because you weren't recording the other person on the line. Anyway, CEO Tim Sloan said third-party analysis could be done in a couple of weeks, and uh, he thinks the reviews are going to generate headlines um, as they kind of get this renewed coverage of ripping off customers. Um, or leading or lying or misleading. So the disclosure that Wells Fargo employees opened accounts for patrons that they had not authorized has been a pretty big black eye, and the scandal's kind of dragged on. Um, so far, the Wells Fargo has refunded about $5 million, in addition to having reached a $142 million class action suit. Not the worst slap on the hand, but the image is not great. Um, so the number of unauthorized accounts could grow those in which customers may not clearly remember they authorized them and that the bank will err on the side of customers when it comes to refunds. 800-5-UP-16-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Google and Walmart are joining forces to take on Amazon where you'll be able to, to pick stuff up at Walmart. Customers will be able to place orders with Walmart at express.google.com. Um, and Walmart will be the largest vendor on the platform when it joins. A lot of integration going on at this point in time. Uh, try to keep up with Amazon. So telling a Google Assistant to add paper towels to your cart would add your most frequently purchased size and brand of paper towels. Uh, you can find out more about me at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Don't forget, I've got an event coming up in Marin, September 9th. It's an income and retirement planning event. Uh, September 9th, you can learn more at Ron Black Show. When you're there, you can sign up for free using the code RADIO25. It's RADIO25. It's the last time I'll be in Marin this year. Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Big $700 million pool tonight in the lottery. Don't do an office pool. With winter pools, the process of claiming split money can get complicated. It's harder to do what experts advise in big lottery wins is stay anonymous. You'd have time to hire experts if you were, like a lawyer, financial advisor, accountant, number one, two, and three things that you should do. Uh, but sharing the prize means more people know at the outset, and someone's going to spill the beans. The last thing you want is 20 lawyers involved on the litigation and accuracy of the ticket. So if you're going to play the lottery, just do it with your own single odds is my advice. Don't get the whole group at the office involved. Let's bring in a guest at this point and talk. Time to talk a little bit about the Money Show. The Money Show is starting Thursday, and then it runs through Friday and Saturday. It is in the Bay Area. Um, it is a traveling show that comes um, around every year. 
uh, all about investing in trading, getting specific recommendations, meeting your investment goals. You can sign up for the event for free at kdow.biz. That's kdow.biz. But now to talk a little about his role in the Money Show is Matt Hogan, the Chief Executive Officer of Inside ETFs. How are you, Mr. Hogan? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today. I'm excited. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you do as a Chief Executive of Insider ETFs. ETFs have been a revolutionary product. Give us as much as you can. <laughs> sure, yeah. So at Inside ETFs, we try to help uh, financial advisors, institutional investors, uh, retail investors understand ETFs, uh, understand how to build portfolios with ETFs, uh, and understand how to avoid uh, the kind of ETFs that aren't actually going to help them. So we, we try to make ETFs uh, simple for people to, to use. Uh, we try to help them avoid mistakes. We do that through conferences, through writing, um, through analysis, um, and, uh, and we get that out there to people. Now, you talked about some ETFs that people could use well and people could use poorly. Before we get there, an ETF is kind of like a modern-day mutual fund, a collection of stocks, but... Um, a little bit more tax efficient and way cheaper. Um, those are two of the benefits that I can come up with on why you should use ETFs or indexes over mutual funds. Is there anything else I should know or any other insights? No, I mean, those are the biggies, right? So, you know, mutual funds sure. were created a long time ago, a couple hundred years ago. They had a great run. ETFs are just a more modern technology. So, as you said, they're inherently cheaper. It's always better to pay less money to Wall Street and keep more money in your pocket. They're way more tax efficient, so you don't get dinged with capital gains distribution at the end of the year. And also, because they're index funds, I know index funds sound uh, decidedly unsexy, but the math and data just show that the majority of actively managed funds underperform the market. So the majority of ETFs are index funds. They tend to beat the majority of mutual funds. Uh, you get a better outcome at lower cost with greater tax efficiency. Um, again, it's just a it's just a better technology. It's like a cell phone instead of a landline, um, but it's the same core underlying principle, regulated in the exact same way. Um, it's just a mutual fund, just a little bit more modern guys. Tell us about your role at the Money Show. Will you be powering in a booth? Will you be giving a speech? Are you doing any breakout sessions? Uh, I see that you've been in Barrons in the past, which is quite a glorious accomplishment. I'm a little jealous. Uh, what will we be doing at the Money Show this week? <laughs> sure, yeah. My uh, my aunts and uncles are very pleased with the parents' coverage. Um, uh, yeah, we'll be giving two speeches. So me and my colleague, uh, Dave Nodick, we're giving one speech on you know five big things to, to think about in ETFs. And then we'll be doing a three-hour paid workshop for people who really want to dig deep into the structure of ETFs and how institutional investors evaluate and pick and choose between them. Uh, because, you know, there are over 2,000 ETFs for any given category, like you know, U.S. large-cap equities or maybe 70 different choices. So in that three-hour workshop, we'll dig into uh, scoring, rating, and ranking methodology that David and I developed um, that helps you sort through and pick the good ones from the bad ones. So one, uh, one speech that's open to everyone, one speech that's a separate paid workshop for folks uh, should be a good day. So quick question as far as you said there's some not-so-good ETFs. I'm not a big fan from doing this for 20 years of the power shares or the leveraged ETFs. It seems like they get a lot of options involved. And, for instance, you can do a power shares, financials. It seems like a great idea in the short term, like a trading vehicle. 
but not so much an investment vehicle because the leverage never seems to work out. Um, am I right on that? Am I wrong on that? Can you correct one of my myths per se? Sure, sure, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, there, there are a bunch of names in the states. The PowerShares has a lot of good products, a lot of good sort of smart beta, uh, nouveau indexing products at relatively low cost. The leverage products that you're talking about, um, most of those come from uh, pro shares or direction shares. And you're absolutely right. The, the leverage products are only designed to be used really for trading for one or two or three days. Uh, the big problem there is if you buy a 3x S&P 500 ETF and the S&P 500 goes up 10% over the course of a month, there's actually no guarantee that your ETF will go up 30% as you might expect. It might go up 10%. It might go up 40%. It might even go down. Uh, it has to do with the math on how those products work. So those are those are really great products for hedge funds, and they sound sexy and attractive for you know regular investors like me. But essentially, unless you're day trading, um, you shouldn't be using them at all. And if you are day trading, you know, good luck to you. But yeah, you shouldn't. The, the levered products are products that I don't think apply for most investors. The volatility products are products that really don't apply for most investors. Uh, some of the more esoteric products out there can be confusing, and you don't get the returns you want. So, again, let me build things up. I'm speaking with Matt Hogan, the chief executive officer of Inside ETFs. He's going. He's tied towards the world's largest ETF conferences and webinars. He's a great guest. He's in the Wall Street Journal. He is tied towards ETF.com. Three-time member of Barron's ETF Roundtable, which is the most credible financial rag, in my opinion. Um, give us a little positive. Give us a little something to look forward to as far as ETFs go. Is there anything that you would think about? And again, it could be unsexy because unsexy is kind of sexy in the long term. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, number one of our top five things is just be boring. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, this is the single greatest time to be an investor in the history of the world. So using ETFs, you can put together a massively diversified portfolio uh, that a mid-sized institution would have killed for 10 years ago that holds 4,000 stocks around the world and a full portfolio of bonds and all the commodities in the world and a real estate you know, overlay and international emerging developed market equities. And you can do it for a fee of 0.06% a year. Um, that's just incredible. I mean, that's laughable, right? You know, 20 years ago, we were all looking at actively managed funds that charged over a percent for active, uh, you know, U.S. equity exposure. Now you can get this institutional class portfolio um, and hold it for 15 years for the same price as you used to pay to hold that underperforming mutual fund for one. So, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, whiz-bang, sexy stuff around the edges of ETFs. Uh, that mostly you should shut your eyes and ignore. But the core of ETFs, the products that have the bulk of the assets, um, that you can build a broadly diversified portfolio with, uh, you can do for the, just the lowest cost ever. It's really a, a, Matt, a revolution we are out, that's you know, putting money in people's We are out of time. Matt, we are out of time. People can find you at the Money Show this week to get more information.
Join the conversation. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. It's the stupid person tax. It's the lottery. It's $700 million tonight. The lure of easy money. John Henley once said, um, winning a large sum of money for a seemingly small investment, one or two dollars per ticket, irresistible. Those who gamble on the lottery could be wiser, obviously, if they save their do but good luck with that. So it's basically a voluntary tax to state-sponsored gambling, and some of the biggest contributors to this voluntary tax, a stupid person tax, are the country's poorest citizens. In 2014, Americans spent $70.1 million on the lottery. $70.1 million. Yet the average saving rates of Americans are amongst the lowest of all modern democracies. Somewhere around 5% or less. Consumer credit card debt is disturbingly high, around $16,000 on average. Average car loan debt, $27,000 per household. Average student debt, $48,000. Mortgage debt, $169,000. Tis the stupid man tax. Speaking of stupid men, CFP Chad Burton is not one of them. CFP Chad Burton does the show Tuesdays and Wednesdays here on KDOW AM 1220 from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And you can find it online, but you can get it at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. He's going to be joining me for a seminar coming up, the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar in San Rafael, California. September 9th in Marin. It's my only appearance in Marin this year. Four points by Sheraton San Rafael. It's $25 to get in, but it's free if you use the code RADIO25. It's RADIO25. You can sign up at robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com, or newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Here's a snippet of his show from this morning where he's talking about financial planners and what they do. How does how does a financial advisor get involved with estate planning? Well, first of all, a certified financial planner, we go through several courses over – it takes anywhere from nine months to two years to go through. Um, I did it while I was still in college, so it took me a little, little less – right around nine months or so, basically a, a year of school that I used up to all my business electives. Before, there was things like personal finance degrees, where now certain colleges are actually – offering degrees in personal financial planning where these kids are coming out having passed a CFP exam. Um, Great opportunity if your kids are kind of interested in that business to look for those types of schools. You can find them at CFP.net. But a certified financial planner for taxes, insurance, retirement planning, estate planning, and investing. So on the estate planning side, I'm a true believer that you really need to have a financial plan and very detailed cash flow and estate projections done before you actually make some major decisions. Because I've seen people that on paper right now at, say, 55, 60 years old, they're very wealthy. They're over the nearly $11 million as a couple that you need to even worry about federal estate taxes. But because of their spending habits, they really aren't going to have a ton left over at age 90 years old. Um, you know, if you if you assume that there's going to be a, a somebody in a, a one of the people in a in a married couple that's going to last till they're ninety ish, then you've got to do projections out that long. So, if you're a certified financial planner, typically you're approaching estate planning by making sure you first have a very detailed financial plan, including cash flow projections, which include you know year over year taxes. Um, you can look at 
asset projections, which breaks down your cash versus investments versus retirement accounts versus annuities and insurance and everything else. So you can see what you're dealing with well out into the future. Because then you have to make sure that your income goals match with your family goals and your charitable goals. So what I mean is, is that when you get to that point of you're, you're dealing with quite a bit of wealth, a lot of times you decide, okay, I'm going to do things that might maximize my bracket now so I can minimize the bracket of my heirs, the taxes. So minimize taxes to my heirs could be a goal. That'd be lots of IRA to Roth conversions, determining which assets to leave to who. For example, if you really want to fund your favorite church or charity, you might peel that money off from your IRA. So in other words, let's say you want to leave $100,000 to your church and you have a large IRA. Open up a, a, a different IRA and transfer $100,000 into it and have the primary beneficiary be your church because nonprofit organizations, if they inherit IRA money, they're never going to pay the taxes on it. So it's a great asset. The best thing you can leave to your heirs is a Roth or stocks or real estates. All of that ends up being tax-free. So you have to kind of match your your family plans, your your income tax plans, your projections, what you want to do for charity, and uh, look at that over the long term so you can determine really what are you dealing with in your 90s. Once you decide what you want to do, then it's a matter of explaining that to an attorney so they can put it into a trust, get that legalese going, right? And you got to determine who is going to handle your estate. That's one of the toughest parts because sometimes people have children that are far away. Sometimes people have children that are great on their own, but they don't work well together. And then naming one of the kids might tick off one of the other kids. And part of your Part of the job of doing estate planning in a world where most families will not pay estate taxes anymore is making sure you don't leave behind a mess. And a mess could be just language or even responsibilities that will ruin the relationship between your children. So that's key. Sometimes you need to appoint somebody that's just non-biased. Um, I really don't like it when people decide to name a big bank as their trustee for their estate because they just don't do a good job. The trust officers change all the time. The banks charge too much money. They require the management of assets. There ends up being a conflict of interest because of that. And the kids just become a number and a pie chart and nothing else. Where there's actually professional trustees and fiduciaries that can charge by the hour or um, they don't require the asset management. If you need a referral to somebody like that, that you know, shoot me an email, chat at chadburton.com. And that's key because if you want somebody to just handle the estate so the kids, number one, don't have to, maybe they're too far away, uh, maybe they don't get along or communicate with each other well, and you don't want to strain that relationship either, even further, you're basically farming that job out to somebody else. When you do your overall estate plan, once the attorney does the trust, the power of attorney, and the healthcare directive, you're not done. You have to make sure that all assets are in the trust. The, the deed to your home, all of your brokerage accounts, anything that's a taxable account needs to be retitled into the name of that living trust in order to avoid probate properly. Your IRAs do not go into the trust. 
And typically it's a horrible idea to name your trust as the beneficiary of your IRA. Very few circumstances will that make sense. Typically you want to name your spouse and then your kids directly. Now if it's a really, really large IRA where you need some control so that your kids don't overspend the money when, when you pass away, you might need a separate retirement account trust to handle those assets so that your kids can still receive an inherited IRA. You still have a bit of control, but they can stretch out the tax burden over their lifetime. That's CFP Chad Burton. Like I said, he does the show here from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., Tuesdays and Wednesdays. New focus on wealth. I don't think it's the sexiest content, but when you're talking about spreading your wealth over a lifetime, it starts to kind of sound a little bit sexier, right? Uh, with that said, obviously, uh, there's a great chance to meet him, th- not this weekend, but a couple weeks from now. Uh, we're going to be doing a retirement income strategies and estate planning seminar in San Rafael uh, from 10 to noon. I'm talking about portfolio transitions from accumulation to management, passive versus active, active management, social security strategies, good products, bad products, managing your 401ks and IRAs in retirement, long-term care. You can find out more information by going to robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Again, it's my last and only, well, it's my only visit this year to Marin. It's from 10 to noon, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. That's robblackshow.com. Uh, use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Yesterday was a big update on thoughts that the tax reform is finally going to get some traction. But some of the tax reforms being proposed are a lot less than what was being offered as ideas back in the election cycle. So there's a little bit of disappointment there. New home sales plunged 9.4% in July, falling to a seven-month low. New home sales in July tumbled 9.4%. Ooh, that's a big number, right? Coming on the heel of the uh, economists um, had forecast home new home sales rising um, by about three-tenths of a percent. So this is all on the heels of the data last month that showed a plunge in both housing starts and permits. So the new homes aren't going to be getting built. Um, this is only one month of data. The expected, the unexpected decline in new home sales suggests the housing market could be cooling. Elsewhere out there, weekly mortgage applications dropped one half a percent. It's the second seasonally adjusted week straight of very minimal moves. Uh, the refinance share of total applications did hit its highest level since January at 48.7% of all total applications. The CEO of Wells Fargo has warned workers that the scandal could grow in the coming weeks. A new report is showing how many accidents, injuries, and collision, that collision avoidance systems prevent, and it's positive. Um, single vehicle sideswipe and head-on crashes down 11% if they had the warning system put in place. Uh, I feel pretty good about that. Uh, I think that's good news for the world. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Coming up, I'm going to be speaking with Kim Gittler from uh, The Money Show about their event that's coming up this week in San Francisco. You can find out more about the event by going to kdrw.biz. That's kdrw.biz. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Life is too short to last long. 
I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Any questions you have, drop the show a call at 800-516-1220. It's that time of year again where Kim Kipler, chair and CEO of The Money Show, brings into town a slew, a veritable plethora of financial experts. Um, the Money Show, it's something I've known about for, it seems like it seems like 25 years plus. How are you, Kim? I am great, Rob. How about you? I'm well. Um, I remember actually going to a money show back when I was on the East Coast over 20 years ago, uh, just starting my firm and trying to like network a little bit and learn some secrets here and there. So uh, you and I go back way back, even though you don't know that. But the money show is coming to town this week. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, I'm also going to thank you, Rob, for all the great work you do in the Bay Area to help people oh, with right. their money. You've done a great job, and we really appreciate people like you. And we've got a lot of people like you coming to San Francisco. Uh, August 24th is a jam-packed day on Thursday with a new event we're hosting in the morning, Women on Wealth. And it's a, an event where we're basically featuring about 15 women that are talking about anything from seven things every woman needs to know about money to uh, things like how top financial advisors like yourself protect and grow clients' portfolios and uh, do it quite well. We have Morningstar. We have a personal finance journalist, Diane Harris, who was the editor of Money Magazine for many, many years. We have uh, Kate Stotler, who is also actively writing for Investors Business Daily. And just some real terrific women coming in to educate women on wealth. And then we have our Thursday afternoon, which is a jam-packed day, with Ed Yardini, talking about Trump world, and we have John Love Buckingham, it. who is just uh, featured on the cover of Barron's as one of the top portfolio managers uh, out there, uh, so he's coming in, and we have also Gene Munster, the famous uh, Apple uh, enthusiast and analyst, the future is perfect in how uh, artificial intelligence, robotics, VR and AR will combine to create an absolutely fantastic future for everyone in investing. So we're excited about all kinds of wonderful things on Thursday, the 24th, but we also have great events on the 25th and the 26th. So we'd love to have everyone come out. And it's free of charge, no barrier to entry. Best way to sign up. I know people can sign up through a link at kdow.biz, kdow.biz. While you're there, you can also see all the speakers. The one that I'm most excited, excited about is Gene Munster because the Bay Area, Bay Area is kind of like the home, the bed of uh, Apple, so to speak. And I think a lot of people will come out just to see Gene. Where can we find out more information and to sign up? It's a free event, but it does super help, and it is you necessary can, to have you a can actually. Yeah, it's it's uh, you can go online to moneyshow.com, but we do cut off registrations in advance uh, of the show so that we just say show up, and it is a fast registration, and we get you in immediately. But you can go to moneyshow.com, and you can take a look at all the programs, and then you show up, and you will not be turned away. There is a seat for everyone. Nice. Anything else that we need to know about the Money Show? It's obviously a three-day event. It's in San Francisco, great location with super easy parking, the San Francisco Marriott Marquis, the 24th through the 26th. So it's this week through Saturday. 
anything else that you want to plug about this or highlight? You know, I my uh, the other thing that we do do is an all stars options uh, vertical, which is a uh, several hours. That's also on Thursday, and I know that we have uh, one person in particular that I really like who's covering. Uh, dark pools, and that's a whole new area of investing that everyone's keeping their eye on. So I'd probably want you to take a look at that. And then Investors Business Daily is doing How to Make Money in Stocks with Jonathan Howard, and he's always terrific. That's also on Thursday, and they have a few work- workshops on Friday and Saturday. So we'd love to see everybody come out. We have about 120 programs over the three days, something for everyone. We also have Matt Hogan. Uh, your Bay Area uh, resident who's going to be covering the ETF market, and he's the best in ETFs with Dave Nayak. So I suggest you also, if you're not into options trading and you're into ETFs, we've got the best in the business giving you that education. I spoke with him this morning. Um, there's so many speeches coming up, how to invest successfully in dividend stocks, the great tech bubble, is it back, how to build and manage a worry-free portfolio, which everyone would want. Uh, the hottest stocks to buy right now. There's not hundreds of these, but I could see about 30 or 40 online. People can go to moneyshow.com and see the lineup, and you can filter it from uh, if you want options or if you want stocks or if you want income, if you want markets or classes. It's, it's pretty well-rounded. You've done a nice job, Kim. Uh, we've got about a Thank minute you. and a half. Oh, you're, well, you're welcome. Okay. So, Thank you I so much coming. for all the good work. Uh, you had uh, Matt on today. That's terrific. I did. Matt's a great guy. Yeah, we really, really like him. And of course, we do eight of these across the country. So we do okay. eight shows uh, across the country, but we come to San Francisco every August. We will be back again next year. And we have now been working also with the San Francisco Chronicle. So we're looking forward to developing that relationship and putting a little bit more wonderful education out there for your listeners and readers and we'll be doing also we have on our website we do have top pros top picks where we digest all the paid investment newsletters out there about 90 of them and it's a free subscription our whole focus for our company is not to have any barrier to entry for financial literacy so everything we do is free and we are excited about it and we try to bring the best investment experts to everyone, but we do have a wonderful uh, newsletter that we do daily where we basically do okay. all the top uh, experts and we digest it. And you can go right to the newsletter area and it's free of charge. We just send it out to you and we're, uh, we're, we're happy to do that for anyone and everyone. Thanks, Kim. People can find out more information about the show starting this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at moneyshow.com. It's moneyshow.com. You can always sign up through kdow.biz.com. I'm Rob Black. The closer you get to retirement, the more you need to start thinking about how you can get the most out of your nest egg. Hi, I'm Rob Black. On September 9th, I'll be in San Rafael, along with CFP Chad Burton and attorney Michelle Lerman, for a special event focused on retirement income strategies and estate planning. We're going to help you get a better picture of how to manage your retirement income so that it lasts longer, lets you live comfortably, and protects your family. Which accounts you should draw from first? What's the best way to manage your IRAs and your 401ks? How should you handle your Social Security? We'll cover all that and show you how to minimize your taxes. 
and we'll go over retirement products, which ones are the good ones, which ones to avoid. What if long-term care becomes an issue? That could drain your entire estate if you don't protect it. Just the tip of the iceberg. Join us Saturday, September 9th, 10 to noon at Sheraton San Rafael. Register now at robblackshow.com. For KDOW listeners, we'll waive the $25 fee. Just use promo code RADIO25 when you register. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Hope to see you there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.